Everything's in order. We can win this one. How much do we need to win? Enough to make 2,000 into 4 million. How much money is that? It's not money. The 4 million will only be in chips. In accordance with the casino system, we'll get our hands on the chips to acquire the egg's yolk. Touching neither the shells nor the whites. Got it? Yes. If you do think we can do it, I think so too. Now then, this is our battleground. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where I'm a male, his brother, his lover, his homosexual partner. <laughs> my name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Susumu Kudo's Mardok Scramble, the second combustion. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? We are under the influence of butternut. The nut. <laughs> and uh, have no other reason than your mother picked this up for me. No. Because I recently had a birthday. And um, it's snowing out. Yeah, we're snowed in to the family home at the moment. So we can't go out and get anything other than butternut. I don't even know. You would have to find a wine that has like a rat on it or something. It seems like that's maybe the only way we can... Or an egg. It does an seem like there's right. a scene where that one dude cuts people's arms off and looks like he's using like a butter knife. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. There we go. Butter is kind of a part of it. And a he's hot a, butter knife. And he's a nut. <clears throat> I think if we had heated knives, isn't that like a, a science fiction thing that you always see like people use these um, futuristic knives to cut their bread and when they cut it, it's already toasted? Actually, that would only work on one side, right? I guess so. I guess I, so. <laughs> I guess it would have to. <laughs> I'm not really sure what you're referring to. No, but. you've never seen that? I mean, I've seen like movies where they have like these hot knives that like cut through bread and toast them or something. But we're we're getting way fucking off track here. This is this is we're we're in a sci-fi world, but maybe not that one. Excuse me, pardon me. All right. Well, thanks for saving me there, Wayne, from uh, talking too much about fucking knives. But, Dad, I mean. As always, <laughs> here, here, <laughs> just placate this yeah, man. Here comes the pardon pour. I wonder how uh, little Wayne's med school is going, because I remember he uh, he's a PhD student now that we've addressed him as Doctor Carter. So I hope he's doing well. I hope I'm he, uh, surprised he's not traumatized from the fact that you know he was on a train with us and there was a. <clears throat> Murder of an android doll. Yeah, that also ended up producing a baby, which thankfully yeah. we haven't heard him cry, so Muskie must have uh, kept him at home with his rat. <laughs> <laughs> which is all you really can hope for at this point. Uh, so, Dad, now that we uh, have our wine all poured out, what would you like to tell us about this movie? Well, this is the second film yes. of the Mardock Scramble trilogy, mm -hmm. the second combustion. It was released in uh, September 3rd, 2011. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I brought this up in the first one. They actually were thinking of doing a live action, supposedly, but never materialized. Yeah. And I don't know if this would work as a, a live action film. Yeah. Well, I think we discussed that, too. The yeah. fact that it's a 15-year-old that's pretty much naked through about a third of... I would even say that's borderline a half-naked movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this one had a, some, you know, gratuitous shower scenes, but we don't have to lament uh, everything about this film. It was actually more watchable for me than the first one. I don't know if you agree. As I didn't find it as offensive, I guess. No, uh, it wasn't offense, as offensive. But yeah. To my sensibilities, know. maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Um, I don't have any fun facts. <laughs> no, nothing here. There's not a lot about this franchise, unfortunately. No. I mean, and the fact of the matter is Rotten Tomatoes, nobody, I, I don't remember what the first one had, mm-hmm. but it, it said it hasn't, <laughs> I mean, as far as the critics, there's no, well, there actually was one critic review, mm-hmm. and uh, he pretty much pointed out the fact that it was, you know, blatant fan service and so forth. Mm-hmm. I think I looked it up before. The first one got a 65 as an audience score. And then this one is a 56, and I believe the third one has a 45. Yeah. So it <laughs> doesn't seem like it gets any better, at least in the audience. Well, the mind. funny thing is it says 56, but, you know, then I, I wanted to see what, uh, you know, the what kind of reviews they were giving it, mm-hmm. and there's none. Yeah. yeah. And, says, and, of course, it says fewer than 50, but so I don't know where they come up with 56. Uh, maybe this... or either that or people are just giving it like a star score. Yeah, they, they just click the yeah, button and just move on with their lives. Uh, yeah, talk about it. They're not writing letterbox versus reviews, which right. uh, even letterbox was pretty uh, scant this week. There was, I think, a total of thirty-eight reviews on this uh, on this movie, and I picked out three. So let's just jump right into uh, letterbox versus reviews. So three stars by Ben Shaloner on December fifth, twenty twenty. This one is even more bonkers than the first. Part acid trip home invasion, part surprisingly detailed poker tutorial. Uh, it helps make more sense for the f- uh, first film, but also feels quite rush. Lots of crazy and memorable set pieces and some great violence. Definitely sets up the final chapter well. I am excited now to see how this this trilogy ends. This is quite the ride that uh, old Kobe has put us on. Um, so <laughs> I don't even know what could happen. They're probably going to play some fucking uh, casino game in the third one. but Yeah, well, that's sort of how this one ends, right? Yeah, There's they the go guy. up to the blackjack room yeah. to try to get these uh, these chips with the memories in them. Which makes no sense to me. I, I don't understand how you would put the memories on these poker chips. I mean, Well, he extracted them anyways, and I think it was just like data. So it's, it's almost like they have like a... Um, like an SD card inside of the chip. That's how I think about it. It's just like this thing inside of it. No, I get it. But, I mean, why are they just sort of floating around as chips that you can win? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they're million-dollar chips, though. It's like you have to be like a the, the highest of the high roller. Who even has a million-dollar chip? I mean, if that's ever been made, then you probably are storing all the evil in there, uh, too. I don't know. Uh, this movie definitely is uh, bisected down the middle into a fucking, you know, uh, the, the, the poker movie or the the roulette table movie and then whatever else the first part was with yeah, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. It's a weird turn, though. I mean, the, the gambling aspect thing seems weird. Yeah, I uh, I didn't expect that. I mean, especially since the first part was, like, more in line with the, the original Murdoch scramble. I mean... Well, I guess I get it because Shell is... He know, married that person. Yeah, and he's some... Um, the dumb daughter of the October Corporation's owner, I think, was like the, the justification there or the explanation. Yeah, I thought she uh, she was a great character. <laughs> I really hope that she was drugged or something. I think they said that they drugged her, but <laughs> that's just who she is. I don't really... I mean, you know, if it's all just a marriage for uh, for the capital. I then... think they took the dumb blonde thing to a whole new uh, level on that one, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's like... I mean, you're dating would... Someone who's like disabled at that point. <laughs> that person is is you know running yeah. after butterflies in a field. Yeah, they're completely out of it. Uh, I have another four stars by Victoria Lord on January seventh, twenty twenty one. I love gambling so damn much. It's the greatest thing in the world. Do you like gambling? Not really. Now, what's the most that you've ever won gambling? I think I 
might have talked about it before. One time I won $800 on a, uh, a slot machine. Oh, nice. Yeah. I feel like the people who are uh, sitting at the tables for hours at a time playing blackjack, poker, like you're a different animal. To be sitting there losing money, getting it back, you know, the long game. You're a fucking crazy person in my mind. Yeah. I can't imagine being. I mean, I've known that. many people that were pretty much gambling addicts. And what was their gambling thing of choice? Well, were they all, all over the place. Well, they would go to Vegas and stuff like that. And mm. then there was just the poker machine stuff, you know, mm. the illegal poker machines mm. that they had in bars and these back rooms. And uh, people that I knew, they would just constantly want to play these stupid poker machines. And the thing is, is they would put hundreds of dollars in these things. And every once in a while, they'd hit big. Mm. But that was the whole thing. They just wanted to have that one, you know, big payout. Yeah. You know, but it they never broke even. I mean, they were, I you know, but it was just the thrill of, of winning a large sum of money. I would love to be around somebody who is on a hot streak. That feels like there's certain moments as being a human that you're really just emanating some sort of energy. Like you can yeah. see it in sports as, and even in gambling, you're on a hot streak. Yeah. I just want to be around somebody on a hot streak. Yeah. I just to know what that fucking looks like. Well, there's that one part in the, <clears throat> in the movie where all of a sudden, uh, they win a bunch of money and all mm -hmm. these people, Oh, she's on a slot machine mm -hmm. and she wins and everybody comes around when I won on my slot machine, a bunch of people, because as soon as you win, uh -huh. the light goes off, you know what I mean? And people know that you hit something big. And then so all these people you. come over and they're all excited. They're like, all right, yeah, yeah. you hit it. Yeah, 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 I did. It's it's really craven. The more that I think about just like Vegas, I want to go to Vegas just to see what it's like, but it just seems as deplorable in my mind as I, uh, I, as I can imagine. As I, deplorable as Patrick Erskine. Yeah, I just can't stand losing money like that. It oh, just, I mean, you know, I mean, we went there and like we'd spend the the first part of the day like playing the nickel machines <laughs> hmm. low stakes yeah you know put a 20 in and you could play like for like four hours you know and of course they come around and give you free drinks and stuff like that so that's mm. what you basically did you know got a good drunk on <laughs> i forget they give you free shit at casinos that's oh, yeah. like the low-key thing that's cool about i mean Vegas. you have to tip the the waitresses i mean otherwise they'll probably not come by but... yeah <laughs> they're just looking for some cash too and but you're kind overall, of a dick they you just tip. like yeah what do you want so that's awesome. Yeah. Well, one day. I don't know, maybe in the next year or so, but in a post-COVID world, I'm going to blow my load in well, Vegas. Well, Troy went, but I don't believe he did any gambling. He I said. don't think so either. Yeah. He saw some friends that did some business shit, but right. we'll have to go back there as a, as a boy squad and really just put ourselves in some financial ruin. I'm ready to waste all this money I've been saving up from uh, all my unemployment Well, money. maybe if we ever do another cross-country, which... I'm thinking we won't, but we could. You never know. You know, <laughs> we'd have to figure out like some sort of uh, big tour bus. We'll take the, the a Madden tour bus approach to uh, family travel. Yeah, right. Because we need to be able to bring Stewie now, now that he's a uh, part of the fam. Uh, and then finally, I got five stars by Lucas on July 19, 2021. The Sharks in Paradise said, Bon Appetit, bitches. <laughs> they really were probably my favorite part of this movie. The Sharks, even though they appear for like a minute. That was a fun idea. The anti-gravity guardian sharks. Yeah. Well, was I was surprised. Cool. I'm like, I brought that up in my spotlight. I'm like, all right, we got Sharknado. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That would be the best version of that movie. Whatever this is, where like sharks can fly normally and they don't need a fucking tornado to whip them around. I mean, we'll get into that question a little bit later because that's like a would you rather. But let's let's do the spotlight. So now that we've illuminated the Internet's thoughts, let's jump right into our own. So, Dad, where do you want to shine your spotlight? Well, the first thing I want to bring up is 
dolphin sex, mm-hmm. which I think we've talked about this. <laughs> we, we, we've talked about fucking, uh, yeah, sea mammals for sure. I mean, that was our whole shark bit in uh, Gaio. I think Gaio was yeah. the, the, the hit point there. But the gay brother dolphin lover. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird detail for this movie. And of course, she's bringing up the fact like, oh, yeah, his her girl uh, boyfriend is um, off cock. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> it's just like we're all just dating animals. <laughs> a mouse. Come on. Now. This is Animal Crossing uh, in its worst version. It's like you're intermingling with these these pseudo animal fucking human people and you're, you're hooking up with them. And it's. it's and, freaky. you know, I started looking up about dolphin sex oh videos or like text? well i was i can remember one time i ran so, uh, ran read something like fan fiction about <laughs> some people having sex with dolphins you know? okay wait a minute you, <laughs> so you read dolphin porn fan fiction yeah it was i mean it was years Daddy ago chill. <laughs> but years i remember ago. reading a story and these in in the basics of the story was that this person was having sex with a dolphin wow and uh so i just sort of like said you know people having sex with a dolphin i wanted to see if like there was other people like legitimately saying it mm-hmm. and there's actually was a story about a woman that did a documentary for the bbc uh-huh <laughs> and she was doing some kind of NASA-funded experiment in the 60s. Oh. I think they were trying to teach dolphins how to talk or something crazy. Was this like the MK Ultra years? <laughs> They're just feeding them fucking LSD, trying to make them talk? I don't, I don't know. It didn't get into the, the experiments. Okay. But this woman, Margaret Howe Lovett, mm-hmm. she says, um, <laughs> there was this male dolphin. He said he would rub himself on my knee, my foot, or my hand, and I allowed that. I wasn't uncomfortable as long as it wasn't too rough. It was just easier to incorporate that and let it happen. Eventually, it became routine. It would just become part of what was going on, like an itch. Just get rid of that scratch, and we would be done and move on. <laughs> I, I Can you imagine if you're like handling the dolphin and this lady's coming in doing these experiments or whatever and she's has this rapport with this dolphin or whatever and she's like oh hey skipper what's up it, you know flies out of the water does a little dance on its <laughs> yeah. tail gets a hard ass dick and she just like grabs it it's like oh it's nice to see you and yeah. all the fucking you she's know. sitting there giving a handy to the yeah. freaking dolphin i mean then it, of course they were t- <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about the headline it says woman reveals sex with dolphin woman who lived in sin with a dolphin the dolphin who loved me. Oh, my God. This woman jerked off a dolphin and liked it. <laughs> I bet they're huge, though. Aren't dolphins uh, got big-ass dicks? It says also, woman waxes poetic about giving precious sensual handjobs to a dolphin. <laughs> sensual handjobs? <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Getting an old-fashioned. Giving an old-fashioned to a, a dolphin. How do you feel about handjobs? Like, oh, I'm, I'm for them. Are you? Sure. I'm not. To be frank, I'm actually kind of like anti handjob. I don't think it's even necessary. <laughs> well, it's not like the you know the preferred way, but you know sometimes you take what you can get. I would I would say no if I'm just getting like slowly jerked off because it takes me a while to fucking do it that way, dude. So if I'm just getting someone just sitting next to me beating my dick for me, well, you know we all have our own. I would rather a dolphin suck my dick than to be jerked off by somebody like that. I'd oh, rather do it myself. I don't think a dolphin. You don't think no, they, they have a they, long. They got some teeth. Mm, so does anyone else. I mean, yeah, they, I'm, well, I don't think they got lips. <laughs> they're, they're very lubricated, though, maybe. I don't know. 
dolphin pussy that could be nice uh, i guess they have these you know the the female dolphin have like these intricate vaginas sort of like the duck one. Oh, i uh, love me some uh some complex genitalia yeah it's, exactly. <laughs> you don't get to see it often but when you do you like it and unfortunately in in looking up about dolphin sex i also they were talking about human stimulating uh a cat in heat and i guess there's quite a few videos on YouTube. Yeah, you stick a pencil or something. I remember. What? <laughs> I remember somebody said something about like when a cat was in heat, they used to stick like a pencil in their cat. <laughs> I can't remember if I heard that on a podcast or someone told me that in real life, but I know I've heard somebody said they stuck a pencil in a cat when it was in heat, <laughs> which wouldn't even feel like a regular cat penis. That's like giving uh, a cat a dildo. That doesn't sound right. No, of course it doesn't. <laughs> what does anything I say sound right? No. And then there was also about a. Um, a college student but uh, was performing some experiments or something. She says she picked up a female rat and with a tiny brush stroked the clitoris, which protruded from the genitalia like a little eraser. Oh, she stroked a, a few huge th- clit for a mouse. <laughs> she stroked a few times, then put the animal back down in her cage. Swiftly, the creature poked her nose out of the open door and clamped her teeth on the white sleeve of the student's lab coat. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Rory uh, has uh, any kind of diddling story. So, I mean, I know he diddles people in their ass, but, like, I wonder if anyone's actually hooked up with Rory for him. (sighs) It doesn't seem like it. It seems, like, one-sided. He's almost like a parasite. But that's pretty funny that the the rat, almost like they were looking for cocaine. It's about the same. Drugs and sex. Of course, none of this surprises me. This is always, you know, you find this kind of crap on the internet, but I didn't click on any links because I don't want to see that shit. I, uh, you want to send me those links? <laughs> I can't. I got it. I don't want it. I don't really need it. I have uh, other stuff I could be watching, I suppose. Of all the hentai in the world, I don't need to be watching uh, mice get their, their, their bean flicked. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is just this whole series, and uh, like I've said before, I'm trying not to be too critical about anime overall because uh-huh. it's just a lot of it's just damn nonsense you know what i mean mm. it makes no sense and this thing just has so much like pseudoscience just bizarre i mean he just says things that make no sense like mm. something of like when they go into the um casino he says concentrate on the yolk don't mess with the uh the whites of the something you know and it's just yeah. like what the hell this extended egg metaphor is going over my head <laughs> yeah. my friend dr it, easter you're going to have to you know put it back in the shell and just listening to them talk and explaining things i feel like they're not really even having a normal you know they're not talking about anything that makes absolutely any sense the, mm. the dialogue is just so weird yeah it's like expository and then it's also like they're just purging their feelings yeah it's it, pretty bizarre yeah i think a lot of anime uh in general has like real dialogue problems i think that's usually the weakest thing about anime is how bad the dialogue is yeah almost all the time yeah and i don't i don't know if it's something that gets lost in the translation although you know i ended up watching both the dubbed and because i had put it on at one point i didn't want to have to like i just wanted to read what the dialogue was Mm -hmm. and then i ended up you know listening to the dub so but i don't remember it being too much different Mm, I think the one that we watched also was the director's cut because there was a couple of scenes in there that apparently were not in the original. So we saw the extended version, which was only two and a half minutes or something. It was like the original movie was like uh, 61 minutes and then the extended cut was like 64. So it wasn't too much of a difference, uh, at least in that way. Do you have anything else for your spotlight? 
Yeah, I like the fact that they have these poker tells by <laughs> the smell. <laughs> Continuously, the the smell thing becomes like off cocks fucking. Uh, I can smell when he's like, yeah. yeah, he's got a royal flush over there. You know what I mean? I can yeah. smell it on him. I can smell the fear in his eyes. He's not gonna bet. He's got three freaking queens. Oh, I can smell it. He stinks. Yeah. I can smell you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Offcock is whispering yeah. in their ear. Um, yeah, that's fucking funny, dude. The the smell thing, even from the first, what was the the first instance that happened in like the first like minute of the movie? Yeah, I had forgotten that there was the whole like mm. they could smell their emotions. And I'm stuff smelling like a mixture of fear and yeah. arousal <laughs> or arousal. Yeah. Oh no, he's turning homicidal. <laughs> yeah, that and, that's where I've lost. And that. you gotta love Off uh, Offcock's. Uh, little you know Stuart little freaking outfits that he just you know yeah spins into uh, like he's superman in, yeah. a, in a phone booth and the other thing was what the hell they said something about mice getting like well just get fatter and fatter mm. that had there's that doesn't even make there's no sense in that there's no such thing as mice die because they become obese or they're mm. keep growing it is yeah, that was that was one of my takeaways that uh, immortality is, uh, I guess, not not something that lasts with obesity. Obesity is the immortality killer, which I didn't understand that either. It's like, oh, all rats will just continue to gain weight until they pass away. Yeah. It's like I don't know if that's true, but but uh, I mean, <laughs> we'll go he with can it. he can turn into just about anything. He can turn into a gun. He's in, you know into uh, gloves. gloves. Yeah. yeah, and then of course his. Real form is a mouse, you know, or, or he well, takes did you on see the character. A skeleton? Yeah. The, that was like super, I don't even know what that would look like. I couldn't yeah. even describe it. See, that, and that's the other thing. I mean, the skeleton didn't look like any kind of a mouse. I mean, that was. And like, also the justification for how he could live. He's a he's a, a multi-dimensional being. So whatever dimension it is that he needs to be able to recover from, like, that is not explained at all. No. The fact that his recovery is all just in you this You know, and that's pot. part of the problems I have with this movie they just make shit up and they it has makes no i mean i understand you can make up science and shit like that i mean mm -hmm. christ star uh you know star trek and all these other science fiction you know they're just making up all these you know mech technologies that allow them to do all these things mm -hmm. you know but um yeah you i personally i need a little bit more at least don't overreach your bounds and then make it everything an egg reference to <laughs> it feels like the mardock people the yubakata or whoever who wrote, uh, wrote this yeah. tau yubakata definitely bit off a lot more than he could chew yeah and then of course all the alice in wonderland references and mm -hmm. and then of course there's the whole religious they seem Adam to like yeah they always like to bring in like religion i mean I've, I've noticed that in a few animes they yeah. always bring in these religious themes and so forth you know and try to somehow spin it into the story well that there's no better example than evangelion which is like the most um rips the most from christianity that i've maybe ever seen in any anime maybe that's uh, true yeah i forgot about that heavily heavily christian uh influence there but that's actually something we should we should dip back into. I'm gonna make you watch the Eva movies, but we'll we'll do that some other time. Yeah. We'll talk about that some other time because yeah. I have uh, now that I talked about the gay brother dolphin lover. I mean, well, I guess you brought up the dolphin sex, but I want to talk about this relationship in just a little bit because I think this should have been the whole movie. This feels like too funny of an idea to just be a throwaway detail for Tweedledum and Tweedledee to be a blonde guy who doesn't speak but with has a fucking little horn coming out of his head who. I don't understand how he can be brothers with the dolphin. Maybe it's like a stepbrother type of thing. It's like, oh, what are you doing, stepbrother? And then he fucking stucks his dolphin dick in his ass. 
<laughs> like, how does that work? Who's the top? Who's the bottom? Are they asexual? I, I just want to know more about that relationship because it's sort of glossed over. The Also, the dolphin's like, I do what I got to do. Uh, it's almost like it's like this duty that he hooks up with this kid. So I'm, I'm a little lost on that relationship, but I want them to focus more on it. <laughs> Don't, wouldn't you want to know a little bit more about this? Not really. How they started dating even? Like, if they're brothers, all of a sudden they're like, you know what? We could probably start fucking each other, and that'd be cool. Well, they got nothing else to do in paradise. I guess that's where we all would be if we were back in paradise. If we were still in uh, the Garden of Eden, I think we would all just be fucking each other. Eating fruit, just having giant orgies. Like That feels like God's way. The fact that, what, Eve wanted the knowledge? The fact that some woman wanted to know shit instead of just fucking all the time? Classic, dude. Classic mistake. <laughs> Classic <laughs> biblical mistake. Um, I had uh, two more spotlights. And the uh, the other one I had was the, the skimpy gown that they gave Rune when he, she was first uh, awoken in paradise. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. I think, who gave that to her? Because I'll describe it to the audience. It's a regular, like, medical gown, but all along the sides, it you know, you're kind of seeing side boob. It goes down to her, like, her ass and her legs. There's really very little protection. Yeah. And then the other guy, Tweedledee, has a perfectly normal medical gown, but she's got the stripper outfit on. <laughs> well, actually, it's probably better than most, you know... Um smocks that they wear in hospitals you know her ass wasn't hanging out it was a i mean it was pretty much hanging out what are you talking about the whole the whole well, side of covered her but yeah well on the sides but i mean you ever and seen then she you also know, took it off and skinny dipped and like two minutes later so it didn't well even no seem she like first that. gets in he's like hey are you gonna swim with your clothes on <laughs> so he's like get naked. Tweed yeah tweedledee we just met <laughs> trying to get me naked in front of your gay boyfriend that's what I think. Like, can you... Uh, maybe he's... I don't know. And of course, all of a sudden, she has that moment of modesty, you know, and... Yeah. Oh, oh, Eve finally, you know, realizes she's naked. Yeah. <laughs> Recognized her nakedness. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the naked stuff, I mean, we could always hit on that, but I think this movie definitely didn't make me feel so bad about the nudity. I almost forgot about the first part, and the fact that they didn't mention at all the relationship she had with her fucking family. In well, this I one. think they were trying to make it better that she was supposedly in paradise you know the garden of eden you yeah know, of course adam and eve were naked you, you know, can be the, naked and not have there was be no problem thing. with nudity at first until you know they discovered that they were nude and That's then they true. covered themselves so yeah i wonder if uh how big do you think adam's shit was that he was embarrassed <laughs> enough to cover it with a leaf afterwards because if he had a big ass dick he'd probably be just like nah dude i'm wearing my fucking dick out but i think adam had like a small first human penis god didn't know about big dicks at that point he's like i made my first guy my first woman it feels like maybe he he undersold it <laughs> yeah i would think if he's just gotta if all he needs is a leaf it's it's pretty tiny it's micro yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam, that's not something we're not talking about in the Bible. Adam had a micro penis. That's probably why <laughs> Eve was looking for other big yeah, snakes in yeah, the fucking exactly. trees. I mean, yeah, she saw the serpent. Yeah, you know? she's <laughs> like, and I already <laughs> talked about it. The girl wants to see the serpent. That's this is truly the the devil's game right now. Is trying to find the biggest dick you can find. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I I really want to go back to the garden. I think that's where I belong. Uh, and my final spotlight was teenage gambling or just the idea of widespread gambling anyways. I think there shouldn't be any restrictions on it. Of gambling? Um, well, no. I mean, if you can, if you have the money and you can access the, the way in which that you're going to bet, I don't think it should matter. I should be able to bet whatever so I want. So you're going to have a lot of kids losing their allowance. People are doing that now. They fucking spend it on Fortnite outfits and like... 
uh, that, browser well, subscriptions. Well, there you go. That's like the new form of gambling. It's just a way of sucking money out of people. But it's not the same. Like, if you're just buying microtransactions on apps and, like, 2K, you're a fucking loser. But if you have the ability to gamble at the age of 12 because you got an allowance, that's fucking cool. That's like buying Bitcoin back in however. Like, you're ahead of the game. Sounds like a bad idea. Actually, kids should just get into crypto. That's really... I think if you're under the age of 16 years old, buy a lot of crypto and just see what the fuck happens. Who cares about money when you're 16? Yeah, I'm for that. Yeah, I think before the age of 18, you should spend all of your money on dumb shit, or at least investing in, like, weird crypto conspiracies. Go, go buy some Safe Moon or some Dogecoin, because that's going to blow up at some point. We all know it. Uh, <laughs> Dad, uh, I guess I've learned a lot, at least about myself, in the in the respect of the Dolphin thing, or the Adam and Eve stuff. But was there any uh, takeaway or any unintentional lesson that you had from this movie? Well, I don't know if it's a lesson, but I was questioning, was it really paradise? Um Mm, it seemed true. like most of the people in there were in a comatose state. Like, yeah, they forgot. And the one move. dude has no body, and he's his head is in a cage. It's in a damn bird cage. Yeah, what was really the the benefit of being in paradise? It was obviously uh, the climate was controlled. They had the gravity thing. I'm sure it was safe. It doesn't seem like anybody was afraid to die. Tweedledee got both of his arms fucking cut off and didn't even think twice about yeah. it. Yeah, couldn't feel pain, I guess, so that might be a good thing. I don't mm. know. What would be your paradise? If you had to pick, like, if you could describe to me what your paradise would be, if you got, like, a message from an angel, like, we're about to take you away to your paradise, what would that be? I think I would probably be a house on Augusta National. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> right next to a golf course. Yeah. Uh, Pebble Beach, the, the waves are crashing on the, oh, the, yeah. the sand. Yeah. That'd be really nice. I think... Um, I'm a scratch golfer. Is there other people there? Oh, yeah. Is, your, like, is it just like family or like is anybody allowed to be in your paradise? Sure. Sure? That's very nice of you. <laughs> I would only have like supermodels I who mean, just want to blow me. It like, would be, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to actually be part of my paradise in the sense like you could come visit. Like you're like, hey, my paradise is cool. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll come by, you know, I mean, whatever. But Oh, so we have our own paradises. Yeah, yeah. Like, Everybody has their own paradise. Yeah. That's what Corona has been telling us. Or at least find your own beach type of thing. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd have to find. I mean, it's mostly about how many women I can keep in like this area. I, that's really just what I want. I just want like a, a harem. Of people who are... <laughs> That's my paradise. I just want to hang out with girls who want oh, to have sex with damn, me. Damn, you sound like you should take up Islam or something. <laughs> yeah, I, become no, a... I have 19 virgins when I die. Who really wants 19 virgins? That's like the thing I don't understand about... I think they got sold a raw deal. Whoever was like, you're going to get 19 virgins who have never touched a man. That sucks. Are you kidding me? 19 of them don't know how to fucking suck my dick? Yeah. That's a waste of time. Well, the, the the people they sell that on haven't probably had any sex, so they don't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. It's just like virgins. <laughs> virgins being offered virgins for. I mean, uh, how else do you persuade somebody to strap a bomb on them and you know blow themselves up? But you know, obviously, if you're having good sex and stuff, you're not in the business of blowing yourself up. That's true. I think I think you could say that about most things. If you're happy. Uh, happiness is directly in correlation to how much you're nutting. I feel like, I feel like you can probably skirt by in life by just kind of having orgasm to get you by. <laughs> That's what was kind of my point when I said the homeless person who had a big ass dick was probably not that unhappy. It's kind of the same thing. If you're coming really hard, life isn't that bad. <laughs> Maybe more so for a woman. I don't think a dude can have quite the uh, the immense control over how much they're coming, but yeah, who knows. And I already said my takeaway with the uh, obesity being um, the the only thing that could stop immortality. So 
Dad, we have uh, some important business to get into. We have to figure out where these first three points are going to go for the the Vipers' first playoff game. This is the the XFL's first postseason post shutting down uh, for COVID, and the uh, the Vipers are the second seed because we fucking beefed it in uh, the last week's game, unfortunately. So let's try to get a, a strong three points on this board to at least get us out to a good start here for uh, three lies and truth. So you ready? Yep. All right. Entry number one. In 2015, Tao Yubikata, writer of Mardok Scramble, was involved in a domestic abuse scandal that alleged his wife assaulted him, resulting in a chipped front tooth. Uh, entry number two. Mardok Scramble was originally slated to be a 3D anime series with production studio Gonzo, but after employees saw footage of the first episode, the production was thrown into turmoil. Entry number three. Mardok Scramble director Susumu Kudo is a self-described blackjack aficionado and spent long periods studying World Series of Poker matches to help with the film's verisimilitude. I wrote that word. I can't even fucking say it. Uh, okay, and entry number four. During uh, 2011's C3 Anime Festival in Tokyo, Japan, as a promotion for the re uh, release of Mardok, a prank was pulled on the attendance of the convention after 50 yellow-dyed mice were released into the main hall. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? I don't think they release 50 yellow-dyed mice. No? You don't think that would be uh, one of the, the best pranks at a convention ever? Just letting a bunch of little <laughs> little uh, off-cocks run around? Nah. Dress them up in little suits? That'd be cool. But it, it, you know, it didn't happen. So it is a lie. I made that one up wholesale. Uh, do you have an idea what might be another lie? Or do you have an idea what um, might be the truth? I think I'm going to say that the 3D anime series was not true is that your final answer yeah we're moving on yeah that right. was the answer yeah <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> i thought you were gonna go you know one by one and i guess that wouldn't have helped you either but uh yes that was the the truth um uh, unfortunately the tau yubakata thing with the domestic abuse scandal was actually the other way around his wife said that he hit her and chipped his tooth apparently tooth. so and then she dropped the charges so i don't i couldn't really find any other information on that so uh yubakata Maybe kind of a piece of shit. Um, I was thinking that the uh, the poker one was the truth. Ooh, that would have been good. Yeah, I mean, have you ever watched those videos? Like the, have you ever watched poker videos and stuff yeah. like that? Do you get anything out of those? No, no, I don't either. Because I don't really know what's going on most of the time, and everyone's sort of looking steely at one another. And there's always this one person who has like two pairs of sunglasses on and has the best cards you've ever seen. <laughs> he walks away with like two million dollars. <laughs> I mean, it's actually, there's a lot of strategy to it, obviously. Um, but like I said, I'm not much of a gambler, so I don't like losing. Yeah. I uh, I used to have, like, poker games with my buddies back in fucking New Hampshire, but that was, like, long ago, and I, I don't think I've played Oh, we used since. to play poker all the time. Not, like, um, I mean, we used to play, like, a three-card, um, what the hell are they, guts. Mm. We used to do that a lot. I don't know what that is. Guts. It's basically you only have a three. It's a three hand, um, oh. three card hand, and a lot of times you say um, it was guts with a drop. Like you'd have, <clears throat> you you know you'd ante up and then you'd play and then you'd look at your hand and then it would be one two three drop. And if you were in, you held, hmm. and if you were out, you dropped. And the thing is, of course, there could be four people. And then the thing is, is you pay mm. into the pot, you know, and then sometimes the pot got really big and it would get dicey. If we lose power, we should play some guts. We should just go. I'll just, I'll break out a couple dollars. I have some bills in my wallet, dude. Let's just go full, full, full gamble. Fuck it. Sure. <laughs> I've never gambled with you before, so let's just try to make it happen. 
But, you know, it seems like we're gambling with this game because already did, we're down three points and okay. we're at Were You Paying Attention and it's fucking the playoffs. It's the playoffs. Uh, yeah. It's I'm a wild ready. card weekend. And uh, like I said, we lost last week. So we lost out on the, the bye. And Erskine, and I actually figured out his record. I told you this a little bit earlier. But on the season since week 14 that he was introduced, uh, Patrick Erskine has 23 wins, 11 losses, and three ties. I have not been able to uh, get all the stats, but that's maybe something I'll pick up in the future. But yeah, Erskine is a winning quarterback, and we're trying to keep Damn, the wins rolling. I've been in 37 games. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so. I, I was surprised. I forgot about all the ties, and I can probably tell you who the ties were against. It was, uh, let's see, it was against the Bishop Sycamore Centurions, who was that fake football team. You lost to the Topeka Twisters, or excuse me, that was a tie, due to a technical difficulty that I think I fucked up. Uh, and then the St. Louis Battlehawks, which is only one of the only real actual XFL teams that we have here. So a couple ties. Otherwise, you know, you're, you're, you've been pretty good. But hey, let's fucking jump right into this uh, and send this over to our co-host because we got to see if we're moving on. We got to see if we're going to the the, the the divisional round. So Joe, hit him with, with those horns! Welcome inside the Zoom Broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cuff. And to my left, I'm joined by Cliff Jockage. Cliff! What's happening? It's the playoffs. I love it. It absolutely is the playoffs, buddy, and I'm ecstatic. And together, we're coming to you live from Allegiant Stadium in Paradise, Nevada. We're anticipating a great game between the Las Vegas Lone Sharks and the Tampa Bay Vipers, where XFL newcomer Patrick Vanilla Tainer Skines looking to lead his team on a deep playoff run after losing in the final week of the regular season, but he'll have to outsmart the league's number one defense and their strongman in the secondary, Haralaba, paid for fake tits, Teamster. Back to you, Drew. Wow, that was really fast, Joe. You're getting good I at this. I was going to say, Joe, uh, <laughs> you seem like a little hopped up for the playoffs. I'm really excited, buddy. I had two cups of coffee, I had three pumps of cocaine, and I'm ready to go. The question is, is Patrick, you know, ready for this, you know? Well, He's never been in the playoffs before, so I'm questioning whether he can freaking lead his team to a freaking victory here. As a journeyman who uh, can't seem to stay out of trouble and somebody who was definitely on the Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Strip last night, I have no idea what uh, <laughs> I have no idea what Patrick is going to bring to this game. But let's see what happens. Wasn't he uh, last time naked at uh, Caesar's Palace or something to that effect? You're absolutely right there, uh, buddy. He was uh, he was uh, streaking around not only Caesar's Palace, but I believe he ran outside and. Um, uh, I actually remember some fine lady said something like this. Nice. <laughs> well, well, at least you're getting uh, compliments there, Erskine. Uh, I've never had someone say that to me, unfortunately. I'm sort of uh, an atom of myself, if you can imagine. <laughs> That's why my Eve left me. That's really sad, Joe. But hey, you know what? Let's just jump into the game. Uh, so first half, question number one. How many years have passed since Boiled has slept? Is it A, five years, B, seven years, C, nine years, or D, 11 years? I believe it was C, nine years. C? All righty, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, this is the Vipers' first playoff game in their brief XFL history and the biggest test of Patrick Erskine's career. Does he have what it takes to carry his team to the divisional round after an embarrassing last-minute <laughs> last loss? Let's see on the first play. Erskine drops back. Three-step drop. Quick throw. The receiver makes the catch and breaks the tackle, and now he's going to get a few more. Seaball, Pete on the hot top, Frankenfurter, making the chains move with a big Vipers' first down. Joe, you're really going to have to take it out of level. You're fucking speaking in a mile a minute, my friend. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm just so excited. I love Petrick, and I want him to win. Just <laughs> wow. Take a breather. Woo. 
<sighs> yeah, you're going to have to uh, keep him in check there, Cliff Jokic. It doesn't seem like Joe can... Uh, I, I feel like Joe maybe took a little too many cocaine uh, bumps today. So, question number two. I might have a few... Uh you know, Downers. pills that you might be able to take to help you at halftime. Hey, have any uh, Xanax bars? I'd love to <laughs> pop a few. <laughs> we can talk. Jesus Christ. This is a pharmacy. <laughs> this is a pharmacy up here. Uh, all right. Question number two. There are 12 uh, total million dollar chips in the casino. How many contain Shell's memories? Is it A4, B6, C8, or D10? I believe it was A4. A? All righty, Joe. Was he right? Drew, to start the second quarter, the Vipers have elected to line up in their always hit on 20 package. Erskine takes a snap. He's in the shotgun, and there's a blitz coming. But Patrick lets it loose before the defenders can get there. It's a beauty. Pablo, milk my granny ulterior, making the big boy play over the safety. And that's going to be a touchdown, Vipers. Wow. Jumping out. Jumping out to a 7-3 to lead after uh, blowing those first three points. So at least we're, we're taking a, a quick jump out in the, this game. And we we have some higher stakes a little bit later in this game, but I do want to remind you you have your fuck that. So yeah. don't forget that it's on your your mic arm. Oh, believe me. Yeah, you don't have to like take the velcro off and put it on like you did last time, which <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard most of the episode. But you know, oh, there we go. <laughs> you got to hear the velcro. All right, Dad. Question number three before we head to halftime. Doctor Easter's gambling casino plan is to turn how much money into four million dollars? Is it A one thousand, B fifteen hundred, C two thousand, or D twenty five? I believe it was C, 2000. C? Alrighty, Joe. What's going to happen before we head into the halftime? Drew, we're coming close to the halftime, and the Vipers are lined up in their finger the slot machine package. <laughs> Patrick snaps it. Play action. Now the right, right with the defense on his tail, and he's going to let it fly. And Erskine rainbows this one right into his receiver's hands. Dietrich, Papa Molly, and Whole Foods to Behenemy. <laughs> Pulling away from his defender up for the snag, and that's going to be a touchdown, Vipers. Wow, Dietrich, Poptamali, and Whole Foods behenemy, making this a 14-3 uh, game. This is about as good as you can hope to start this game, and you haven't even had to use your fuck that. So. No. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of proud of you. Like I said, I was really disappointed last week. I wanted that, that bye week just because I didn't want to do this. But <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so uh, we're heading into halftime. Uh, Joe Cuck has to bust into the, the Vipers locker room. Patrick! How was your uh, night in Sin City? Are you uh, feeling especially good about this game right now? Actually, I am. Really? Do you have any uh, reason? Did you uh, do anything the night before that would have helped your performance? Well, you know, I love Sin City. It brings out the best in me. But I kept my clothes on this time. It might be, that might be the secret. But overall... Well, I, I heard that you... Uh, I heard you kept your clothes on, but you were wearing some sort of mankini. Is that correct? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I saw pictures, Patrick. I don't know what you want to deny it for. Uh, you know, Joe, how are you always seeing pictures of me? Because they're on Instagram, my friend. You don't seem to understand how social media works. It doesn't seem like the paparazzi is uh, <laughs> ever something that you pick up on when they are snapping pictures of you yeah, with you your dick and balls right. out. Yeah, well. Not everybody is your fan, Patrick. They're trying to get <laughs> pictures of you to make you fail. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a hero to the middle class, the poor, the, the whatever. <laughs> You're a working class hero? Yeah. <laughs> You're not that guy, pal. <laughs> You're not that guy. I don't think you are. You seem kind of bougie with all the, the money and the hose that you get. But, you know, we'll we'll move past that. Uh, so second half, question number four. What is the name of October Corporation's casino that Rune and Dr. Easter attend? Is it A, Devil Day Casino, B, the Grand Eggnog Casino, C, the Golden Yoke Casino, or D, the Frittata? I think it was B. B? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe, let him hear it. 
Drew, to start the second half, the Vipers are coming out in their butt-dial the call girl package. Urs can't take a snap. Another play action. Now we'll spill it left to avoid the rush and let's another uh, one go for the crossing man. And Patrick puts it right on the money. Jamarcus jabbed a can of my ass Aster. Tiptoeing along the sideline. And that's going to be another first down Vipers. Wow. All right, Jamarcus Jamby Cannon, my ass Aster, is putting you in some great fucking field <laughs> position. We can put this game away on this fucking play. So let's see what happens. Question number five. What is the hand that wins Rune her first round of poker? Is it A, a royal straight flush, uh, B, three aces, C, a full house, or D, a pair of jacks? It is A, royal straight fl- fl- flush. Flush? Yeah. Royal straight flush? Yeah. All right, Joe, let's see if he can pull this one out. Drew, as we head into the fourth quarter, the Vipers are coming out in their fear and loathing in my underwear package. Patrick takes a snap. Five-step drop. He pumps. He pumps again. Now he's going to sail this one deep. And it's caught! <laughs> I hit my mic. <laughs> Milmer, Gracie Balls McLean, somehow coming down with this one. And that's going to be another touchdown, Vipers! Wow. We're... This is over, dude. It's yeah. fucking 3 to 21, and you're probably going to even get this last one, hopefully. But I'm, oh, God, I'm ecstatic right now. This feels incredible. Um, all right, Dad, question number six. Let's round this playoff one out with a, uh, another another just score. Let's see what happens. Uh, what table number is Bell Wing Station? Is it A4, B7, C10, or D13? Now, this is the only one I'm not real sure of, so bring it up the fuck that. Joey's going to call an audible in the last play of the game. What's going to happen? <laughs> Drew, the clock is ticking on this two-minute drill, and the Vipers are lining up in their Sins Life package. Erskine takes a snap from Shotgun. Quick pump. He's going through his progressions, and now he's going to take a shot for the score. And he puts it right in his hands. Patrick gets another touchdown. It's incredible. This is a win for the Vipers for the ages. Oxford, bet my daughter on the ponies, Poindexter. <laughs> Making it happen for the Vipers. And Erskine is being carried off the field. They're playing We Are the Champions in, in, uh, in uh, the stadium. This is, this is unprecedented. I can't believe they're playing this for the away team. <laughs> Cliff, have you seen anything like this before? Never. <laughs> This is incredible. Patrick, what the hell? What a game. Patrick! Yeah, now I'm running down to the field. I have to fucking catch you before you get taken to the locker room. Patrick, what do you feel about this playoff win? This is so cool. I'm so fucked up. I'm so hot, Patrick. There was never a doubt. And hopefully, you know, I I can keep it under control because we're going to party tonight, but... <laughs> Who is it? You? Patrick, you I got- hope not. Joe, are you coming out with us? <laughs> Hell yeah, motherfucker! Let's do it. <laughs> I'm so excited, dude. This is the best. I was worried you're gonna lose in the first round of these playoffs, and then I don't even know what we we're gonna do. I've asked like people to come on this podcast now to be our opponents, and <laughs> if we lost, that would have been tough. But hey, we're fucking heading into the locker room, and we're feeling good. So uh, let's jump in that ice bath. Let's pour ourselves a fresh glass of wine Gatorade, and let's play some games to keep up this 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 great mood. So, Dad, would you rather? Would you rather keep people's head in jars and uh, anyone you know who's died? This is sort of the the, the, the parentheses around this one. Anyone you know who dies, uh, or anyone who does die that you know, will be turned into essentially a Mister or a Professor Faceman or whatever yeah. it was. They just live as a head in your house. Yeah. Or complete the Degenerate Gambler's Triangle, which you take all the money that you currently have and you have to win a million dollars in Las Vegas, Reno, and Atlantic City before you can stop and sleep. So until you actually win a million dollars in all three places, you cannot fall asleep or stop. You have to continuously gamble with all the money that you have. (laughs) What happens if you lose? You lose all your money. Then you don't have to do it anymore. 
Or you have to keep trying to get... Anytime you make money, you have to go back to one of these places. You're like kind of bound as a, a like a, a devilish contract. Yeah. The true sin life. Man. Um, and these people's heads are chatty, I'll say. Well, who puts these heads in the jars? Doesn't matter. <laughs> you, want, you want, you know, a, a scientific explanation as the, as the who's making it happen? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I remember in Futurama they had a concept like this where they were saving all the celebrities' heads inside of these see-through jars that, you know, would be able to talk to you. So um, whatever technology that they were able to achieve that in something like Futurama. Yeah. Well, whatever. I guess I'll just try to – it would probably be fun to try to win a million well, you would just be living in these places until yeah. you would have purpose. I think that would be... Yeah, uh, so what? You lose all your money. Yeah, and then you'd probably be able to get some of it back. You start begging for cash or yeah. like asking for help. Yeah, from flipping people. burgers, whatever. You're not allowed to the worst work. thing, but I don't want to be looking at people that died. I mean, everybody you know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, your mom and your dad would eventually be here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I granted, I don't think you're going to live out, live me or Troy, hopefully. But if I die, you know, I'd be here still able to do the podcast. That'd be cool. Oh, you're saying that they, you can, these heads are going to be alive? Like, yeah, they oh. can talk. It's not just like they have fucking, you know, that's why I said they're chatty. <laughs> it's the same thing as Professor Faceman. These people are like living in your home now. But everybody you know who's dead has to be put into your head or put into your home. Yeah, that, no. I don't, I don't want anybody to have to, I mean, that... That I think was I, one of the things. I mean, I can't imagine like what would be worth living as just a head hmm. in a freaking birdcage. Well, apparently he says it's better. He makes it out to seem that uh, living in this cage is like everything he could fucking want. Also, it seems like he has like mind control of the environment. He seems to be able to make himself. He made himself like a table or whatever with his head, right? Something like that. Yeah. I. I mean, that would be tough because i know people who have died but do i really want to hang out with them in my house i don't know also i kind of like the degenerate gamblers thing like i said that gives you a lot of purpose i wouldn't be able to make any other money any other way i couldn't just be flipping burgers on the side like you said i can only make money by gambling that'd be i'd probably just try to go real slow and just like live out the rest of my life going from one place to the other right one day i'll hit a million hopefully with however much money i want to bring there but you also have in here, you can stop and sleep, so... Well, you can't sleep. You can't stop... Oh, yeah. I forgot that you can't fucking sleep until you win. <laughs> oh, no. This would be really bad. Yeah. So that might be... I'll say that if you do pass out from exhaustion, you have, like, a 30-minute buffer. Like, it's not your fault. You have, Somebody's going to wake you up, like some referee or something. Um, or a dolphin will be, you know, sicked on you and tries to have sex with you or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's the real punishment. If you don't get this million dollars, a dolphin gets to fuck you. It all depends on how much money you start with, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a lot more money than I do. I mean, I have... Uh, I don't know if I should say how much money I have in my bank account, but no. I have. <laughs> or should I tell you my social security number too? <laughs> Whatever, dude. Who fucking listens to this? Who do you think you this? are, Antonio Brown? Uh, well, I didn't say my yeah my bank. I'll give them my bank information. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll send it as a text. I'll put it. A, <laughs> I'll put it as the description of this yeah. episode. Send me some cash. So, what are you gonna do? You're gonna do the the the, the degenerate gamblers triangle. Yeah, sure. I think I'll have to try to do that too. Uh, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I mean, even if I can't like go to sleep normally, that'd be kind of cool. At some point, I'm hallucinating, so it's really it kind of gets into that you know Hunter S. Thompson zone again. <laughs> uh, so, Dad, last, would you rather? Would you rather 
Have sharks fly like birds of prey. Or your lover becomes a dolphin that can talk and looks human to other people. So everyone thinks you're in a normal marriage. But you see this person as a dolphin. Face, <laughs> body, they'll be able to walk, talk, do all the normal shit. But tr truly, they'll be a dolphin. Other people just see them as, you know, a normal human woman. Uh, and the other one... Uh, <laughs> sharks are fucking in the sky, dude. They're they're circling shit. They're coming after people. They're up there. They're, they're the same thing as the guardian sharks in the movie. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll I I don't care that sharks are flying around. I think you would, dude. Yeah, I would, I would be terrified. I would. I'd be prepared. I'd have some weapons that I could take them down with. Hmm. I think. Mm, that would be interesting. If we lived in a world where it actually made sense for us to be carrying around weapons all the time, we have some sort of animal threat, some monster threat. I do like that thought. It's almost like post-apocalyptic. It's like, all right, the sharks are flying now. It's it's something that we have to fight as a, as a nation. As we, We've broken apart. <laughs> this has fractured our fucking country in two. People don't believe in the sharks. And then some people do, and then they get eaten. It's the new COVID. I mean, I just—I don't want to have anything to do with dolphins. Yeah, I—I uh, I don't know the dolphin thing because as soon as you have sex with it once, and then you know it gives it, to, you know, <laughs> like is that supposed to keep me hard? Am I supposed to be able to to get off to that? Because I like the idea that if it is the pleasurable thing, like it wouldn't be like a regular human moan; it would be the dolphin thing. The dolphin screech. <laughs> I don't want to fuck a dolphin. Nah. I'm gonna have to do the shark thing too. Yeah, that's tough. I it's really scary, and I'd probably stay inside more than I already do in regard to COVID. But like, I don't even know how that would work out. Because I wonder, do dolphins smell? You think? Uh, smell? Hmm. Oh, you mean in terms of their? Yeah, they're just their yeah. body. They smell like fish. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting thought. I really wonder what it is like to spend time with a dolphin because I don't think I've ever. Well, I mean, you can go down to like Florida or somewhere that you can swim with the dolphins. So. But to have like an intimate relation, not like a fucking sex relationship, but like a friendship with a dolphin, like a like Flipper. Yeah, like Flipper. I, you just have to have. They uh, call him Flipper, Flipper, faster than I think it's like lightning, something like that. You're, is it a show? Yeah, you don't you don't know the show Flipper? No, I just thought you were giving me like a funny name. No, no, there was a show Flipper. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it just like people uh, capture this dolphin? Were they friends with it in the ocean? Like, how did they come along this fucking this this animal? Uh, look it up. Well, let me see. Oh, he was like you know, I don't remember exactly what Flipper's <laughs> deal was. <laughs> The 1964 TV series. I want to say starring Brian Kelly, Luke Halpin. <laughs> starring Brian Cranston. Flipper, various dolphins. So there was multiple flippers. Mm. Starring Chuck Connors. Who's the that? The Rifleman. Who? The Rifleman. I don't even know who that is. This is like old school. Yeah. You're talking some like old shit on me. Yeah. What is The Rifleman? The Rifleman was a uh, TV show. With had Chuck Connors. Oh my in it. God! Who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bust that one on you. I just found that sound effect today. Sorry, you can continue. <laughs> it was filmed in Miami, Key Biscayne, Florida. Yeah, you know, Flipper was sort of like Lassie. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I think I wish dolphins had like legs. It feels like dolphins should just be normal. I don't people. know if it was sort of like Flipper. What? 
What? What? Yeah. Chuck fell down the hole? What? <laughs> Chuck's out in the boat? Chuck's stuck in the coral reef? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go dig him out. I remember one time, though, the funniest thing I ever saw was like somebody had a shirt, a t-shirt, and it said, flipper rules, don't be stupid. <laughs> I don't know why. Who uh, who was battling him on that? Who would have been like, no, Flipper have, actually kind of sucks. I have sucks. no idea. It was the weirdest thing. I was just like, what? And I thought it was sort of cool because like, I don't think a lot of people remember Flipper. I, I don't even. Yeah, actually, like I said, when I don't it know came out, because like, I was born in 63, it said uh, extension of the film Flipper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was a film that had Chuck Connors and Luke Halpin in it. And then they made a TV series out of it. Hmm. That feels like it has like some Disney Plus potential. We've talked about that uh, maybe in the last episode, but like to continue the Disney Plus vibe, I think Flipper has some chance to be revitalized. That's just like the good t- content we need. Some some wholesome dolphin content. It said Flipper was portrayed by fr- at first by a female dolphin named Susie. Oh, very nice. Who got thrown off the set for having sex with no I'm just <laughs> <laughs> for having an affair with the male lead. <laughs> Yeah, you have that press conference. There was another female, Kathy. Occasionally other females named Patty, Scotty, and Squirt. Oh! oh! <laughs> Wonder why that one was called Squirt. Oh, shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> I think that's so funny to imagine some, like, high-standing uh, high official or, you know, some celebrity or something. They have to have this fucking press conference. It's like... On the uh, the date of August thirteenth, I um, I met a uh, young dolphin <laughs> named Squirt. Um, I had a few drinks at the time, and I had a few drinks after, and uh, it was consensual. You know, <laughs> he's like a, he has to describe this fucking relationship to the the reporters. Yeah, I think uh, I think we've digressed on this flipper thing a little too much, but I, I'm I'm glad I learned about it. I'm glad we f- we figured out that at least Squirt was one of their names because that's a good one. Let me see. Let's play the flipper. Um... Oh yeah, play the theme song. I got it. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, that was classic. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh I, my I, God. I hope the people at home like that uh, like that little song, because I sure did. I, I, flipper. I, that was flipper. the thing. I was like singing it. I'm like going, really? Was he faster than lightning? <laughs> people Obviously. are willing to say, you know. Flipper was fast. That's fucking really fast. I oh, wonder that's if- another little factoid I got about dolphin sex, mm-hmm. is that they're really fast. They only last like 10 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Guess I'm a dolphin. It's like, how long do dolphins... I mean, there's actually people last. How long do dolphins last? So and what? Like, she was jerking them off. It was like a two-pump chump? I guess so. Well, I mean, it had nothing to do with that article, but it's just literally like they're... You know, if you Google it, mm. um, it says, yeah, they, it's found that... But the thing is, is they can have like multiple... Orgasms. Orgasms, like, you know, repeatedly. Very then, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's like, we should learn the way of the dolphin. Come quickly, but come a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the way of the dolphin. <laughs> I looked up the speed of lightning. It's uh, 670 million miles per hour. <laughs> wow, flipper. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> he's breaking through space time. Yeah. Flipper is just like this fucking superhero. That's incredible. I would love to see this TV show where he's like setting the ocean on fire with how fast he's flying through the water. I mean, who wrote the lyrics for that song? Like, we got to come up with the Flipper theme. Like, yeah, let's say he's fast. Like, what? Yeah, lightning. <laughs> <laughs> They're smoking weed. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder. I wonder how much cocaine, pot, whatever was involved with all these TV shows too. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was fun. That was a fun digression. <laughs> Six hundred seventy million miles per hour. That's an incredible. I think Flipper dolphin. should come onto the show more often. Oh, Mr. Flipper, welcome to the show. <laughs> so, is it true that you uh, that you come in ten seconds? <laughs> Oh, 20! Oh, wow. wow, look at there, Mr. Johnny Sins over here. <laughs> you think you have a of a, a career in dolphin porn? Flipper, are you, yeah, really. Oh, wow, that's kind of dirty to say on this podcast. <laughs> Dad, you have a Easy. question for Flipper? This is, uh, Flipper, um, how many girlfriends do you have? No kidding. Wow, so you have like a harem of fucking people. So exactly what I want. So you truly live in paradise. Is that what I, you're telling I, me? Also, Flipper, have you ever had sex with a human? Oh, wow. See, I knew it was Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's incredible, dude. And she's got pretty big tits now too. So that's kind of a score. Good for you, Flipper. Wow, I'm. Uh... Obviously, you want to get back into the game, man. You want to have a new show. Flipper returns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably what he's looking for. Return to Flipper. Oh and it God. would be faster than 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he has his own, like, sitcom or something like that. You know, Flipper busted Kramer style. <laughs> Jerry, there's a dolphin in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what... Uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'll, uh, I don't want to do the Seinfeld thing. I really wanted to press the button, but I'll hold off. Dad, we got to do a Jubilee All Grown Up. We're, okay. we're languishing in this this, <laughs> this flipper bit. That could have been the bit. Uh, but, Dad, let's do a Jubilee All Grown Up. Biscuits and sequel ideas. And just because I know you have uh, not, nothing here to you know support this 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 uh, category, I'll just throw out my idea that it was just like a, a desperate gambler or some guy you know going to a table and just down on his luck type of thing. Okay. So it'll be easy to kind of get into uh, that in my frame. Yeah. So I'm just going to set a timer. All right. Three, two, one, go. So you're um, just like standing behind like a blackjack table and I'm, you know, kind of walking over with my, my hands in my pockets. I'm just sort of looking to shovel, looking around. My hair's all fucked up. Hey, man, um, can I sit down? Be my guest. Was uh was there you know any how much money do I got to bet here? Do you have any chips? We don't take money here. We need chips. I don't have enough money to get a chip. I have five dollars. Security! No 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 no. Hey wait a minute wait a minute. Hey wait a second. Tony? Yeah. Your name is Tony? Yeah. Tony McCall. We went to high school together. No. It's way. me, Jude. 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 Yeah. Hey Jude, what's up? <laughs> not much dude obviously i'm kind of fucked up because i can't have uh, any chips but hey no. hey man hey listen. i you know i understand you know i used to like you you were a cool kid you, we were we were buddies dude we used to smoke pop behind the the bleachers yeah i understand but i could lose my job Just, i'll tell you what i got a few chips i'll give you one. Oh my god you're the best man this is 
this is life changing because I'm I'm just don't tell anybody. Well, okay, 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 okay. I'll I'll make the most of it. You you'll you'll wait and see. I'll I'll make this into two and I'll make it into three and you know I'm gonna get myself out of this mess. I'm gonna really I'm gonna really get my shit together, man. I promise yeah. you that. So you know deal out those cards. So you you deal out the hand and uh, some other people you know sit at the table. Howdy, partner. You mind if I sit down? Yeah, go uh, go right ahead. I I don't mind at all. And uh, another person sits down. Hey, hey, man, this is uh this is all right if I sit next to you. Oh Jesus, fucking, you're even more fucked up than I am. It's like a homeless guy. <laughs> it's just like, do you hey, have hey, money? Hey, 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 asshole! How no, did you I got, get in here? I uh, hey, wait a second. I got trips, motherfucker. So you know, I'm 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 gonna play. I'm gonna fucking play. You sound fucked up, my friend. Um, but you know, let, let's all do this together. Uh, I put down my my five dollar chip or my whatever dollar chip that you gave me, and the homeless guy bets, and the 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 <laughs> the Texan guy goes too. So I'm looking at my cards, and I have oh, whoa, blackjack. What? Oh my god, this is crazy! I can't believe I just. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I take all the chips and the people are side-eyeing me. Sorry, guys. You know, I'm, uh, I'm just feeling lucky today. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't take all the chips. You take the, <laughs> the chip that you bet and then I double it. Oh, so, so sorry, 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 sorry. I, <laughs> I obviously, I kind of got myself in some so trouble give here. give that homeless man back his chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking son of a bitch. Give me my goddamn money back. <laughs> this guy's really scaring me. Right. <laughs> so, um... We continue to kind of like dole out these cards, and I, I, I'm getting on a win streak, and all of a sudden I get marked, uh, and uh, you know some dude in a suit is like kind of watching me from the side. Hey, hey, is that guy watching us? You counting cards? I don't even know how to count to fucking twenty-five, dude. I barely graduated high school. What are you talking about? I don't know how to count cards. Are you one of those guys that can actually smell the hand? Listen, I. Can we talk about this somewhere else? Because I can smell you. And, what do I smell uh, like? You don't smell good. When's the last time you showered? I'm sitting next to a homeless guy. <laughs> We're like leaning <laughs> over the table talking to each other. Homeless hey, guy. man, you, what are you having a private conversation with the, the <laughs> fucking dealer for? Yeah, you son of a bitch. You trying to steal my coins? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna actually cash out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a second to uh, take a breather and maybe get myself a drink. So I, I, you know, I take my chips and I, I stand up and the guy who's been like marking me fucking grabs me. Hey, buddy, you're coming with me. Um, you, you can fucking count cards. I've been watching you this whole time. Hey, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? I'm not doing anything. Get off me. Hey, come on. My, this is my friend, the dealer. He's my friend. He, he helped me here. What? You've been uh, helping this man? No, I have not. You're coming with me too, buddy. No, Get over here. No. Oh, damn it. I told you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm in trouble, I'm in I trouble, I never buddy. did like you, actually. You were an asshole in freaking high school, and now you freaking gonna make me lose my job. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so we were dragged off into the back room, and, you know, the uh, the pit boss fucking comes over. Um, we're, like, we're strapped to our seats. We have, like, zip ties on our hands and stuff. <laughs> we're, like, really in here. And I'm, like, shaking as the pit boss comes. It's like, come on, man, I don't want to do this. I'm already fucking in trouble with the mob. Come on. <laughs> Ah, uh, man, see what you've done? They're going to break our hands. Gentlemen, I'm, uh, I'm not happy. I've been watching you guys on the, 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 the TVs over here, and I don't know, I saw you slip on my chip, my friend. Is there uh, anything you want to admit? Well, I know this man. He was a friend of mine, and uh, I was just trying to help him out. I didn't think he was going to cheat. 
well, you know, there's plenty of cheaters in, uh, in Vegas, and you seem to keep wanting to have good company with them, huh? Isn't that right? No. Was this planned out? No, it was not. No, hey, Pit Boss, this, this was all my idea. I have this thing where I can, like, smell people when they got a bad hand. <laughs> Usually it just smells like shit, and I kind of know. I was a little thrown off because there was a homeless guy. Hey, man, I trust me. I understand. I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still kick your ass though, because you cheated, and we're not gonna allow that happen at Caesar's Palace. As for you, uh, dealer boy, you're going down too. Uh, so I, uh, I like take out like a, a switchblade, kind of like in Reservoir Dogs, and I start <laughs> playing a song. Sorry, man. I didn't think it was gonna come down to something like this. I'm doing like a little dance, <laughs> just like shuffling around. I can't believe I've been rickrolled. <laughs> I saw off your fucking ear. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, we can stop it there. <laughs> oh my god, I've been dying to use the Rickroll button, dude. I've had that in my back pocket for weeks now. Oh, that was fun. The homeless. Oh man. yeah, it was fun for <laughs> fun for you, but I just lost my ear and I got Rickrolled. Yeah, you got Rickrolled and lost your fucking earlobe. That's a tough place to be. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs has been too influential on me. Uh, that's for sure. So, Dad, that may or may not have been a good bit, but I had fun with it regardless. So, let's try to put it on the Rushmore in regards to this uh, Mardock Scramble movie. So, Dad, only one this week. It's going to be Best Movie Gamblers. Does Rune beat out Matt Damon as Mike McDee in Rounders, Adam Sandler as Howard Ratner in Uncut Gems, Elliot Gold as Charlie Waters in California Split, or Dustin Hoffman as Raymond Babbitt in Rain Man? Um, no, I, I'm not going to do it. No. I guess the, the because thing is, she, is she yeah she got help from her uh, her offcock is um, is uh, Dustin Hoffman's autism about the same as her use of offcock? No, no, that's like he's got like a superpower in a way. Yeah, but it's his. Mm, that's true. She's got superpowers though too. She can stark shit. I mean, she. I mean, uh, the smell thing is just him though. Yeah, okay. I'm not really making a case for Rune. Well, I'm just trying I, I to, like, mean, I guess she did kid. sort of figure it out, I mean, based on the uh, on the data that uh, Offcock was giving her. Yeah, she also, she figured out the roulette table, which is kind of even harder than cards. You're just guessing the trajectory of the ball. Yeah. That's actually really impressive. She's yeah. sort of a, 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 in the same math savant thing as uh, Babbitt. Yeah, it's impressive and also bullshit. I mean, for sure, but like, what are you gonna do? I mean, who who of here on this list is the the weak link here? Because Ratner, I mean, I don't want to say if you haven't seen Uncut Gems, he's he dies at the end. Yeah, but he that's I mean, he's a, a bad better for the most part, but he's a an intense gambler throughout the movie. I think he's the most degenerate gambler there too. Ooh, that's a that's a good distinction. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> I kind of want to watch Uncut Gems again. I forgot about that movie. Now Kanye West is banging the Julia woman. Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that she had been uh, like addicted to like heroin, and she's done like a bunch of different jobs. Like she has like a very different, like a weird life. But really, now she's the muse of uh, Mr. West. Although apparently he just like assaulted a fan the other day. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm not like a huge Kanye stand, but like I always like to keep up with the fuck that's going on. <laughs> it's just funny to see what happens. So do you think she has a chance to get on here, Rune? Nah. Nah, we'll keep it as it is. Yeah. I'm okay um, with that. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, and I don't think she's really a gambler. No, 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 no. She's more of like a math savant or something. Yeah. She's using some other shit. Um, well, so she just she's doing it for... 
different reasons. Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, how this uh, third movie goes, just because that's probably going to end in a uh, blackjack game, I guess, if they're in the blackjack room. Yeah. Which is why we're moving on to the next section, which is uh, a special opportunity, because... I didn't want to just do a celebrity death match for uh, this one, and I think we can probably do a, a celebrity death match for the the third one, um, just to plan it out. But I do want to give you a chance to help uh, Erskine in the in the next playoff game. So we're right. gonna play uh, a best three out of five hands of blackjack. Okay. And if you can win, we would be giving you not just one, uh, but two total fuck that plays in uh, the next playoff game. So that's a huge advantage. At any point, you can go up 14 points yeah. against maybe a guest if I can fucking rank Yeah, and you have to deal the first one down. Okay. All right, best three out of five here. So down. All right, we have uh, two nines faced up. One for me, one for you. Would you like to hit? Hit. Hit? It's a 19. Uh. Bust. So one round down. That's tough. I had a, a fucking nine and a seven, so I wasn't much better. So, Dad, we're, uh, we're on to the next round. Cards down. Oh, here we go. Queen for you and a seven for me. Would you like to hit or stay? Uh, I'm going to stay. Stay? I have a 17. Ah! Oh, you had a 16. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dad, you have to win three in a row to be able to get this. Oh, my God. This is the coldest I've ever seen you. All right, let's fucking go. You obviously haven't watched me play freaking blackjack. Yeah, well, we're all in this together right now. All right, so I have a jack, and you have a four on the table. Go ahead, hit. Hit. Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> three. Oh, my God. Three busts in a row. What did you have? I had uh, a 15. Let's see if I hit it. I would have nah. busted. So that's tough. That's a tough way to go out. Three, Three broken hands, you know. <laughs> We're obviously not the best gamblers. As Patrick said. is definitely yeah. He, we still have the one fuck that play, which is a good enough advantage. Uh, yeah. But you know, we, yeah, we can't have, nice it all. have to. Yeah, it would have been very nice to get through the divisional round with essentially a fourteen point lead. But <laughs> you're gonna have to pay attention to whatever fucking movie we watch. I don't even know yet. Uh, but Dad, last call for alcohol. Is there uh, any questions for the director that you wanted to bring up before we uh, send this over to Muskie, who's been pretty quiet this episode? I haven't even, you know, thought to call him over. Nah, I mean, jeez, I probably got a hundred questions for the director because none of the movie makes any sense to me. But yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> other than that, no, nah, I'm good. I want to know how deeply, uh, how deeply developed the relationship between Tweedledum and Tweedledee was uh, conceptualized <laughs> in his head before he put it in the movie. Because I want to know if it was like one of those Matthew McConaughey things, like he's writing a diary out of like the the twelve years or of Russ Cole's life. I want to know. Every minute of Tweedledee's relationship with Tweedledum. So that's just me. Um, it's probably the most bizarre twist of. No, actually, I can't say that. Yeah, it just doesn't seem necessary, but also, well done, the pussy hound wasn't necessarily uh, an integral part or. I don't know. <laughs> he seemed to die pretty quick, but yeah, yeah. Let's 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 talk to our old friend uh, Gus. So, uh, Gus, you uh, you ready to come over and say something? Yeah, motherfucker, of course. I've been waiting all episode. You guys haven't even looked at me. <laughs> well, we were kind of uh, peeved for you letting your baby cry. Uh, uh, for most of the episode, we also had a dolphin thing going, so we didn't really want to, you know, involve you with that. Why? I fucking love dolphins. I used to go to SeaWorld all the time. You know, back Hey, when... Muskie. <laughs> hey, David, what do you want? Have you, uh, 
you know, ever done it with a dolphin? Well. Is that why you frequented? Uh, no, I mean, I wasn't really much of a. SeaWorld? Is that where you saw the dolphins? I, you know, I. You I swim would, with the dolphins? I swam with a dolphin once or twice. Didn't you get thrown out freaking wasn't swimming th- naked with the dolphins? No, no, no. I uh, I had I had a, a swimming suit on, and uh, the problem was that the dolphin fucking grabbed at my pants <laughs> and uh, gave me a wedgie, and then he ripped them off, and it wasn't my fault. But you know, I I never actually hooked up with a dolphin. I've I've I kissed a manatee before. <laughs> You've kissed a manatee? Yeah, I mean they're the 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 mermaids of the sea. Everybody oh, knows that. Oh my god. Do you know Captain Blackbeard? <laughs> Uh, fucking after a, a six month drought of no pussy, he broke it with a manatee. Wrote about <laughs> it. I used to be a, a big pirate guy. A lot of pirates talk about getting manatee pussy. And uh, hey, I wanted to be a pirate at one point in my life. Oh my gosh! You know we got robots, we got manatees. I'm uh. And, where do you draw the line, Muskie? Uh, I'm sort of a, <laughs> you know, a sexual deviant is maybe a strong word, but I'm uh, I'm open. You know, I like uh, I like a little bit of everything. You know? That's apparent. Although I'm not, I'm not really into dudes like that. I, you know, I would never try to make a move on you guys. I'm sort of in, inanimate objects, pussy, and animals. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of funny, Muskie. I'm glad you've drawn the line on um, the homosexual part, but like, I don't think that's as bad as and bestiality. Yeah, <laughs> apparently bestiality is more than fine. But we haven't even asked you about your baby dog. What's going on with that? Is he okay? Yeah. 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 Everything. I mean. Rory is uh, is uh, is taking up um, uh, babysitting duties right now, and uh, I'm giving him a couple dollars on the side. And you know he's been a good sport about it. And, you know what does Muskie use? I mean, uh, Rory use the money for? Um, oh, Rory's a Rory's a, a saver. He's more of a he's a long term guy. What's I think he saving for? Retirement. <laughs> 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 what does that even mean, dude? Does he have a job? I mean, yeah, he's uh, he makes appearances. He's kind of like he goes to Chuck E. Cheese a lot. He's he's one of those. Uh, he's a performance artist. He goes to Chuck E. Cheese. He fucking talks to the kids. You know, it's a big hit. So, is the baby still crying all the time? Eh, you know, we've we've kind of figured it out. I um, I sort of put something in over its mouth, and uh, it doesn't seem like it needs food, but it does stay crying. What did you do? Rip out its voice box? I didn't want to reach my hand in there. I think it was gonna bite me. <laughs> we could uh, we could give him a call. We could try. Babies to... don't have teeth. This one's got fucking teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> this this one has dolphin teeth. If you can imagine. Oh. Why not? Actually, let's go check on. Uh, let's go give uh, Rory a call. See how the baby's doing. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find his voice. Hello. Rory, are you sick? <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm fine. I can't. Uh... Sorry, I'm. You've been crying. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I would, I would never cry. <laughs> Muskie, I can't be, I can't do this, man. This baby's driving me crazy, and it's, it's just still coming to come. That's uh, Muskie. Come on, you said you clean it off. I seen, I tried to fucking clean it off. I didn't say I clean it all the way. So, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, Rory, are you doing all right? No, motherfucker, I want to leave. <laughs> I don't even want to live here anymore. This is uh, really a sad turn of events. Rory has gotten the shit end of this deal for a couple weeks now. Bad roommate, or Muskie's a bad roommate. Now he's putting his kid on him. Rory, don't feel bad. It's not a real baby. It feels pretty fucking real. I mean, at least a couple of its limbs are looking more human every day. And it's got these weird eyes. And one looks off to the left, and one is always looking at its penis. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the weirdest thing is, well, you know, 
that thing has my dick. What? Yeah. I mean, you know how, you know, you know, you kind of look like your dad and, you know, he look, kind of looks like his dad. Well, this baby's got my dick. <laughs> Okay, cool, Musky. The defining feature that might tie you. <laughs> <laughs> the lineage. Yeah, the defining characteristic of the Musky. the father of Musky. Right? Does Musky know this? He, well, I mean, you can tell that it's my, my fucking kid because the foreskin is especially long. He has a rat penis, what you're trying to tell me. Well, it's it's more of like... Um, it's got a very long foreskin, and it can, it can be ratty. It can be described as ratty, but like, you know... You know, Rory, does it look anything like your penis? <laughs> no! <laughs> Rory, hang up the phone. You're, you're obviously in, uh, in, in turmoil right now. Oh, man. Oh, my God. All right. We, 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 we're going to call this one there, Muskie, because uh, I think you probably should get home to your kid. It feels, uh, especially with the snowstorm coming, you got to make sure you don't get your, uh, your power out. <laughs> you got to make sure your baby is charged before the power goes out. So it was good seeing you, buddy. I guess we'll see you around. Yeah, whatever. Just uh, don't let the door hit you on the fucking way out, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. So we're uh, we're heading outside, getting ready to uh, catch this ubi. Uh, let's do notes and errata. Is there anything that you want to bring up or uh, say before we do um, the Jackson Man? Nah, no. Um, I don't think I have anything to say either. It really would just come down to like we are going to do the third Murdoch movie probably in the next couple of weeks. But I probably want to do something else next week. I haven't decided yet. I'm still trying to get some guests, like I've said, and I haven't. You know, really discuss that with you, but I'm trying to get some more people on this pod. We okay. feel like we need some some fresh blood, or even just some blood at all. Chip's got to get bloodless. Um, They've probably listened to the episodes that we've done, and they're probably scared. If you have listened to our podcast and you would even want to come on, leave a review and say that you would want to come on, and we'll fucking invite <laughs> you. Even if you're a stranger, I might let it happen, just because. We'll bring you on for, like, a question. <laughs> so, Dad, this is the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey! What's your wine rating? Uh, it wasn't bad. I think it was pretty tasty. Yeah. Um, even though this is not a... I'm going to give it a four of a kind. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to do um, four out of five... What happened in this movie? Oh, okay. Four out of five gay dolphin brother lovers. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a pretty high rating for me. Uh, so yeah, just like always, we have no idea what we're doing and hopefully on the other end, we'll be able to figure it out. Uh, but until then, we're just going to have to see you next time. Yep. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And don't drink a drive.